0: While uh, Doug's doing that, uh, we've got a group of young people going to something called C- CauseCon. CauseCon, right? It's a, it's a kind of a conference for young adults, helping them find their purpose. And uh, these guys are going and it's kind of a last minute thing. And you guys got a free place to stay and run into the van and going to drive down. And I want us to pray over them before they go. You guys are leaving Wednesday? Yeah. Okay. And, and they could use some help. It's good when we, we're just honest about this. Uh, they're going, and even though some are struggling with some finances right now, uh, I was wondering if we could just kind of swing that by one more time in just a minute, and uh, you might have to run it back on, and uh, if if we could just take a little offering for these guys going. If you're going, come up here with me. Is Joel here? Joel is here. Yeah. Joel, come here, buddy. You're preaching today. Come on up, buddy. <laughs> I, got all, I got them all ready for you, so... Yasha's here somewhere. Go get her. <laughs> Sorry. So, we want to pray for these guys that, you know, going, going away is a good thing because sometimes you check out of work and check out of life for a few days and this Lord, I want to hear from you. And uh, God really speaks. And there's something special, too, specific about you guys and the age you are. You're primed and just looking for, like, God, what do you want me to do with my life? And uh, we get older, we get a little more set in our ways, and we get stuck in some things. But these guys, are just at, they're just at a good place for this conference, and uh, we want to pray for them. So let's, uh, I'm going to pray up here, but you guys pray where you are, and let's, let's just bless them. God, I thank you for these guys and where they're going, and uh, what you have for them. I just pray, Lord, that you would just uh, exceed their expectations. Uh, I feel like the Lord is really going to speak to you guys this week. Uh, some of you guys are going with... God, whatever, I don't have any expectations. Some of you guys have an idea. But Lord, whatever it is, Lord, bless these guys and and, and fill them up with what you have for them. I pray for safety and protection. It's a long drive to Phoenix. <laughs> Lord, that you would help them to stay awake and just uh, speak a covering over them in the name of the Lord Jesus. And I pray, Lord, that you would just uh, uh, wipe away that smallness. And Lord, give them a sense of how significant they are and what you have for them. And Lord, man, do great things to these guys. Um, I think the Lord wants to plant some things in you that the size of what it's going to be is going to amaze you. And we bless them in Jesus' name. Amen. Amen. So whatever you can give, Doug's going to come by one more time. If you want to contribute to their trip, we want to make sure they get there okay. And I, I appreciate you guys having the faith to go, even though all the dollars and cents aren't there. <laughs> but he'll work it out. And maybe have some money for food where you can eat while you're gone. I can pack peanut butter and jelly sandwiches oh, for you guys. Spiritual fast. <laughs> spiritual fast. <laughs> it's good to eat, man. When I go away, I like to eat, you know. So today I'm just going to share one scripture verse. And I'll tell you, I was so excited about today. I'm more excited about the Lord doing what he wants to do. But I, I just had a talking about loving our neighbors. We're going to start this series and we're going to talk about um, how to love our neighborhood you know, a lot of churches don't know their purpose. You know, our purpose is to, to love God and to love our neighbors. I hear pastors talking about winning the city for Jesus. Oh, that's great, but you know, that's kind of a big goal, you know, and it kind of it gets lost because it, it's so huge. Our goal here at Novo, we just love, We want to love our neighbors, people right around us. And it's so weird, churches, the last people they reach are the people right around them. We want to know names, and we've been doing a lot. But God wants to take this to the next level, and also we want to talk about what Arnaud you were alluding to a little bit: um, w- loving our enemies, forgiveness, uh, loving immigrants. We're going to talk about an issue that: uh, what's the church's response to uh, immigration right now, and people coming into the country? And which is really pretty easy because we're a nation of immigrants. All of our ancestors came from some place. Pretty much, you know, really everybody, and uh, so we're gonna just gonna talk about what what our response needs to be in our ministry. Uh, I said loving our enemies, probably loving children, loving the poor. Um, we're just gonna hit it all, and it's just, it's just really gonna be neat because I think God is is has got some things for us. But I want to just give you a little a little section from the middle of what I was gonna say today, Isaiah sixty one. This is a prophetic passage about the Lord Jesus and His ministry, what His ministry was going to be, and the ministry He's passing on to us. It's in Isaiah 61. I'm going to ask us, if we don't mind, can we can we stand together? How many slides is this? Three slides. Um, if somebody wants to read a slide, and someone read another slide, let's let's take our, let's take our time and read through this. You may be seated. There you have it. That is the picture of uh, the ministry of the Lord and the ministry of the Lord has passed on to us. What does he want a church to do? Just what we read. <laughs> you know, he, he, he has anointed us to proclaim good news to the poor. Man, what, what's good news to the poor? Man, that God has things for you. <laughs> that he has things for your life. That you're not forgotten. You're not left out. You're not small. God has things for you. <laughs> to bind up the brokenhearted. To proclaim freedom for captives and release from darkness for the prisoner. That it's the Lord's favor. God's here and he's going to do some stuff. This is what he's doing through us right now. And I want to say something that sounds arrogant. I don't mean it to. I'm always working on this Pride versus confidence kind of thing. And proud people usually struggle with a lack of confidence. <laughs> you know, it's kind of it's interesting. But we're important. Man, God wants to use us. We are significant in this neighborhood. And we have to shake off feeling like we can't make a difference. That we don't have influence. Um, he's got stuff for us to do. And he gets to this at the very end they will rebuild the ancient ruins and restore the places long devastated. They will renew ruined cities that have been devastated for generation. And I'm not saying this from a proud perspective, but how many neighborhoods and people have been ravaged by the enemy and by poverty and by problems You know, the call on God's people is to bring renewal. He's renewing all things, the Lord Jesus is. He's renewing all things, and he's called us to renewal and to rebuild. And as I see our vision for our neighborhood, I think of what's on God's heart and mind. What's on his heart and mind? Renewal. (laughs) Renewing people, renewing neighborhoods. And we have to know he's looking for people to be his agents of renewal on the earth. This is true for, for your sphere of influence at work, at school, uh, the people around you. What's, what, what's on God's heart? Renewal. <laughs> he wants to renew, renew people and renew neighborhoods. He's renewing all things. And we have to know that we're significant in that. Um, he wants to rebuild ruined lives. He wants us to be connectors and a bridge between people and the Lord. He wants to rebuild ruined marriages ruined relationships. He wants to rebuild ruined dreams. He wants to repair and rebuild literal neighborhoods. I've got a friend down in uh, Brazil. I've preached at his church down in the Amazon many times. And he said, when we first moved into our neighborhood in Manaus, it's a city of about three million, he said the neighborhood was horrible. There was crime, um, there was decay, and it was just a tough place. And you know, people started showing up for church and things started happening. And we started getting out and just praying and meeting people and the whole neighborhood began to change. It's a different looking neighborhood than it was when we first came in. And he didn't mean that in a proud, arrogant way. He just meant that when God's people are in a place and his spirit is working, God's going to do stuff. And it's social things. And it's spiritual things, it's financial things, and it's physical things. It's all the above. It's not just one. Some churches just focus on social things. It's more than that. Some people just churches just focus on the spiritual. We just gotta get people saved. It's more than that. It's all of the above. God wants to bring total renewal because when God gets involved in a family, everything changes. When God gets involved in a neighborhood, everything changes. And our call and our focus is to be involved in our neighborhood. He wants us to love our neighbors. Now, that also means that we need to love our neighbors around us. Now, think about your neighbors where you live. Now, it's harder. You know, it's, it, you know this is our neighborhood, but I mean, some of us live in a neighborhood here. Some of us live different places around the city. God wants us to love our neighbors, you know, and have influence over people. Uh, My neighborhood's a very closed-off, shut place. People drive home, they close their garage door, and you don't see them until the garage door (laughs) opens the next day. It takes some work. But we have to get out, and we have to learn names, and we have to be around people, and we have to know that God wants us to be an influence in our neighborhood. And that's really important. Um, And he's calling us to do things. So here's what we're going to do over the next few weeks. I'm going to stop with this. God wants us to dream. He wants us to, get a, us to get a picture of what our neighborhood, if your home is here or your neighborhood where you live, could be if God just busted loose and began to influence people the way he wants to. What could it be? Uh, I'm going to ask you to, to write down things that God's showing you. We're not a church where I'm going to like come up with a plan and and raise support and whoop and holler get everybody excited we're going to do my plan there are some things that we're going to do that are my plan don't get me wrong but the cool thing about a church is we've got such incredible people here and God has put great things in you and we're we're going to dream and we're going to talk about things that we can do to influence and to pray and to be involved and next week I'm going to kind of lay some of those things out for you but here's what I want you to do I want you to be praying about this I want you to be thinking about it I want you to write down things that God shows you. If you're a a writer, I want you to write a poem about it. If you're a painter or an artist, we've got some of those in here, paint a picture. If you're a musician, write a song. Just however you express and do what you do, I want you to do it your way. And and we're going to see God do some really cool things. We're going to talk next week about gardens and how God gives us things and how he works. But I just wanted to share that with you. And what God has. He wants us to rebuild ruined cities. Can we just pray for the ruined cities right now? And by that I mean this. The ruined things in our sphere of influence. We have friends whose lives are just in ruin right now. Don't we? We know people. Some of of us are kids or our parents or our, our literal neighbors. We know people. Their lives are just in ruin right now. We know places that are in ruin, you know, uh, disorganization, nothing's moving, inactivity. You know, we know those places. Can we just lift those up to the Lord for a few minutes? That, that's, that's how we're going to close today. Let's lift them up, the ones that are on your heart and your mind. Let's tell the Lord about them. Let's lift up those people that come to mind, places that come to mind. Maybe it's a, pla- it's a, it's a part of the world that's on been on your heart. And there's this devastation. Syria comes to mind. You know, there's these places. Lord, we thank you for who you are. We thank you for what you're doing today. Lord, we accept our place as the people of God. We thank you, Lord, that you're using us and you're going to continue to use us. Lord, in the neighborhood, at home, uh, around the world. So, God, we lift up these things. Lord, I just think right now of the people, right now we've been, they're on our minds. That there's this ruin. Lord, we pray for them. You've called us to rebuild the ruined cities. So, God, we just pray for that relationship with those people to strengthen. And we pray for your influence in their life and our influence in their life. That things would grow and increase. That you would take them from devastation and ruin to prosperity and peace in relationship with you. We lift them up. We pray, Lord, for the schools in the city to prosper and for people to be reached. Lord, for violence to diminish and for your blessings, Lord, just to flow (laughs) in our schools. Um, Lord, I want to pray for Syria. That sounds kind of crazy. Lord, a land far off where there's so many have been displaced and killed. Lord, that you would just minister to that country that you would send people, that you'd raise people up to go there and bring ministry. Lord, the way you've raised up Christians all over the world since, Lord, you came. (laughs) Lord, you send people places where there's a lot of need. And God, I pray you'd send more people to Syria for their good and for your glory. And Lord, we bless you and thank you. We love you today. Uh, Thank you for this unconventional time we had together today. And uh, Lord, we love you. And we thank you for the things you're going to do. In the strong name of Jesus, we ask those, these things. Amen. Amen. Uh, worship team, why don't you come up and just take us out with a song and uh, enjoy your day. Stick around and hang out a little bit. Um, just receive what the Lord did today in your life, and uh, we'll, uh, we'll close it out today. You guys, right? you've been worshiping for like an hour. You got, you got, you got any more music left in you? Okay. We're going to close with one song and then we'll we'll kind of spend a little time together and just hang out a little bit this morning.